Hi, friends. I'm Father Billy Daniel. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. This podcast features sermons, reflections, and occasional conversations intended to help you find meaningful ways to engage in the spiritual life, to newly reflect on scripture and sacred writings, and to foster good conversation, all for the singular purpose of helping you become more present to the God who is ever present with you in Christ. To learn more about me or to explore my books and other writings, go to www.williamdaniel.info. There you can sign up for bi-weekly reflections and updates or learn how I can be available to you or your church in deepening your life in Christ. Thank you again for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Christ's peace be with you. This homily for the fourth Sunday of Advent was preached in St. Michael's Church on Sunday, December the 19th, 2021. Purify our consciences, Almighty God, by your daily visitation that your Son, Jesus Christ, at his coming, may find in us a mansion prepared for himself. I want to linger this morning on this collect for the last Sunday of Advent. It opens us, I think, to hear aloud with deepening attention what the Spirit is saying through our Scripture readings. Our reading from the letter to the Hebrews picks up in the middle of a much larger discussion about Levitical law and the repetitive sacrifices that are demanded by our repetitious sinning. What we discover as we read is how the law, or rather how Israel's interpretation of the law, places the agency of reconciliation in the hands of priests as though the blood of goats somehow satiates God. I love that passage in Psalm 50 where God speaks through the poet Asaph and says in so many words, Go ahead, make your sacrificial offerings before me if you feel the need, but do not think for a moment, do not think for a moment that you can satisfy me with a little blood and flesh. Do you really think, says God, do you really think that I need your goats? Do you really think that I, the creator of heaven and earth, do you really think that I get hungry as you? And then, says God, even if I did get hungry, do you think I would tell you? Make thankfulness your offering, says the Lord, for it is to the degree that we are grateful that we receive who we are from God. And when we receive who we are in Christ, it is then, it is then that we finally have something to offer. It is then that we become one 
with the one holy and living sacrifice who is faith incarnate, Jesus the Christ. Let me say this in a slightly different way. The invitation of the incarnate one is the invitation to receive who we are from Christ so that we might give ourselves to and receive ourselves from each other in Jesus. What does this mean? It means that how I both give and receive myself to and from others manifests whether I am receiving daily who I am from Christ. It manifests whether I am receiving the purifying work of the Spirit so to be transformed by love in order that I might be an agent of love in the world. Benjamin Zander tells of an experiment that he conducted with 30 graduate students studying at the New England Conservatory, where he began a two-semester course by giving each student in the class an A right up front. His purpose in doing so was to remove all obstacles of that categorical grading system, so to enable his students to grow into their full potential. As part of the experiment, Xander had each student write a letter to him, dated for the last day of class, and to tell them how they got their A. He said to his students, in as much detail as possible, tell me the story of what will have happened to you by the end of class that is in line with this extraordinary grade. Xander invited his students to peer into the future, into their future as A students, and describe the insights learned having developed all the skills they will have acquired by the end of their time as if they had already acquired them. I want to know, says Xander, not what you hope will happen, nor what you intend. I want to know the person you have become. The results were amazing. Students wrote about what they learned from their mistakes, no longer being afraid of making mistakes, but enjoying the learning they gained from doing so. One student spoke of how focusing on who she wanted to be helped silence the voice of fear within. She was able to move beyond the fear of failure and live into a life of possibility. Xander enabled his students to live into their A rather than trying to earn or achieve this all too unimaginative and restrictive measurement of academia. By the faith of Christ, by the faith of Christ as we read in the letter to the Hebrews, we have been made holy. This has happened once and for all through the self-offering of the one who alone can offer, the one through whom and from whom is every good and perfect gift, as we learn in the letter from James. In other words, 
God has given us all A's. God is not here to scrutinize us or measure us against some academic standard or judge us relative to the performance of our peers. If so, I suspect we would all fail and get an F in life. But thanks be to God, we are not judged by such fictional standards or randomized categories. As we read in the book of Revelation, the Lamb, Christ, the Lamb was slain from the foundation of the world. What does this mean? It means that God created us to redeem us. Jesus hangs on a wooden cross in the first century, but the Lamb is slaughtered at creation. Before there is a need for sacrifice, God has sacrificed everything. Before we get a chance to mess everything up, God brings restoration. We have but to live into the redemption that God has ushered into being through Jesus Christ, the incarnate Lord. So how do we know that we're living into it? We know that we are living into the almighty A that God gives at creation by how we hand out A's to everyone else. We must give others an A to live into just as Christ has done for us. The challenge that we face is getting stuck in the world of measurement. Too often we are raising or lowering others based on our own misconceived truths or standards. Too often we are diminishing others so to elevate ourselves. And if Scripture is clear about anything, it is the reality that we only diminish ourselves when we measure others against any standard other than love and forgiveness. The purity of conscience to which Jesus calls is a pattern of living with and relating to others and the world about us in redemptive ways. It is peering into our eschatological future with Christ in that heavenly realm beyond this current state and yet looking back on our present selves, not from a place of guilt and judgment, but rather looking back and seeing the possibilities of the gospel that awaits us when we begin to order our lives according to who we have already become in Christ. Perhaps the only Christmas letter we need to write this season is to ourselves to describe in great detail the person we will have become between now and next Christmas after having lived into the person the incarnate Lord has made us to be? How will the throne rooms of our hearts be transformed by the daily visitation of the Lord? How will our giving everyone an A alter our perception of and responsibility to Christ and to lead always with love and forgiveness? In short, how will receiving daily who we are in Christ enable us to give 
and receive Christ to and from others at every turn. And what is the transformation we will see? Rooted and grounded in love, writes St. Paul to the Ephesians, we come to know the love that exceeds all knowing. Receiving an A from God means being filled with all the fullness of God. And when the power of the Spirit operating in us becomes operative for us, that is when we receive the gift of love so to give it away. God, says St. Paul, will do things in us and through us that exceed our wildest imaginations. God will give us things that we don't even know to ask for. God will heal what we didn't know needed healing. And our hearts, our hearts will leap in our chest as John the Baptist leapt in the womb of Elizabeth. For we will have become present to the God who in Christ is ever present with us. Our lives, that is, will have given birth like Mary to God. How will we live right now as people in whom Christ has already made his home? This is our possibility to live into. Amen. again for tuning in. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast and go to www.williamdaniel.info to learn more about growing deeper in Christ. May the peace of Christ be with you both now and always. Mm -hmm.